Welcome back to the Triple Threat. Now, back to Joe, H, and Eric from the Archview Flooring Studios on the all-new 590 The Fan, 105.7 HD2 FM, and InsideSTL.com. How about Rock jumping in and asking How the Bosnia that? question? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was pretty impressive. I what, was that guy, just, what was that guy's name I again? think he just made it up, I the, the guy's v- name. Vidad, no, no, no. Ibasevic. I can vouch that is that's that pronounced say, oh, correctly? That's true. Yes, it yeah. is. There's um, it's it's honestly it's really random, but I've become over the last like five months, I've become infatuated with Balkan football, Serbia, Croatia, <laughs> Bosnia. <laughs> that it's, is very. It's random. the randomest thing in the world. This is what happens when you play FIFA. You think way this too has much? Did you talk about your you that think, on your date last night? You think this has something by to the do way? with the girl that he's dating? Maybe she's yeah. Bosnian. Is she Bosnian? No, she's not. You she's know what? Um, Seattle, home of the Seattle Sounders, so big soccer community up there. There yeah, is. A, it's it's a, it's a part of the it's a part of the yeah. soccer community that's interested in me, but also the St. Louis a- aspect of it. The, the election kind of triggered me into doing a lot of a lot of research on the Bosnian community in St. Louis, and when this so when this info came out. Everything just kind of triggered, and I was like, "This, that's that's how this succeeds. If they are able, especially because the age matches up, the guy like Ibasevich, who I who I reading interviews of some of these young Bosnian kids in St. Louis who are already talked about as prospects, and even in the European community, and these guys look up to him. He'll be thirty six. That's the perfect year to grab guys from Europe who just can't do it anymore in the high year, and in, in, even in you know the German leagues or something like that. You got to bring them over here to MLS, give them a good paycheck." That's how you reach out to a, a part of this community that I think is going to be huge in supporting this club. So it's just it all matched up, and I, it was it was a perfect time. And I think that Rock is a perfect example of what Mr. Cavanaugh and others were talking about. The because Rock is younger than the rest of us, and and he he mentioned FIFA, and people think the only reason I became a FIFA, fan of European football it's the dumbest thing in the world. It's but it's it's, it's so true. true. I think the people my age and older, and I'm 37. We. Because I, I got into FIFA a little bit, but you you don't realize the impact that that game has had now on an entire generation of people. There are kids who know more football players than they know NFL, MLB. Because they know like Rock, they know these guys from Bosnia because they played FIFA year yeah. after year I, after I mean, year. I, I wake up now an extra couple hours earlier before the NFL games start, and I turn on CBS Sports Network and I watch Premier yeah. League football. So if you're looking for a growth stock among the major sports, it's definitely MLS. I mean, if you're if you were saying what should I invest in, what sport is going to grow the most out of the major ones in this in this country over the next 10 to 15 years i think you'd make a strong argument that it's mls because of that demographic that's really driving it like when we saw during the baseball playoffs the average age of somebody watching the baseball playoffs it was it was what like mid to low 50s i think 53 54 i bet you the average age of people who watch premier league watch mls attend soccer matches is probably 20 years younger than that. And the funny thing is, I, I remember I've had conversations before when they've had these European teams come in and play at Bush Stadium, and there are hosts in St. Louis who are like, who's who's going to these games? Is anyone really going to sell this out? The game comes, it's sold out, and they're still like, well, who came in? Who are all these people from out of town who came to St. Louis? It's like, no, you just have no idea of right. the communities in this right. city. <clears throat> There's a reason those games sell out, and it's because everybody from those communities comes out and is crazy about it, and... Again, if they are able to tap that successfully, it completely changes what they're looking at. Now, I think there are some questions about the actual league of the MLS, but 
looking past that and being positive, that's how you build the team. <laughs> and that's how you win a vote. Like you said, that Bosnian population in the city. Yeah, I mean, 20, an estimated 40, 40 to 60,000. Now, I don't know how many of those are of voting age or are registered voters. I'd have to maybe do some more research on that stuff. But, I mean, that's that's a that's a big chunk of people, especially in the city of St. Louis. 2020, 2021 would be the first year for this MLS team if all goes according to uh plan i do like that they you know hopefully they do have plans to expand or expand the events that they'll have there outside i, I it was 34 regular season games so that's 17 home games a year plus any playoff games if they were to make it into the postseason but you look at it and i, I went i looked at the two closest teams i looked at sporting kc where they play and where the chicago fire fc plays and neither the Toyota Park, where the Chicago team plays, they have a few concerts here and there. It really doesn't look like Sporting KC does anything besides and, soccer and the, yeah, the at thing that, with that stadium. Is, and it, that's that's just something you can't build this for seventeen events a year. Well, yeah, that's, the thing is that, but the, <clears throat> Sporting KC they built that one hundred percent because they wanted it to be the most state of the art soccer facility in America in American soccer. And I don't think he even tried to even build that with any kind of concert venue in mind. Clearly, I think this is going with a different vision. I think Chicago might, though, be a, a, a good cautionary tale. When, when is when is the election for mayor in the That's city? That's a good question. That's next November, isn't it? Is it next November? I think it is. Yeah. I, was that, thought, I always thought the city, though, has elections at off times. That's why I was... I was curious about that, whether they do the, the city stuff. I don't know that the city does that stuff in November. Maybe che they don't. Che che check that but out. I, bet I don't think it's as soon as April, but maybe it is. I'm not, I'm not sure. The thing that would scare me is an April election on a non-presidential year. Right. The turnout in the city. <clears throat> well, even in a most, presidential year. Right, because I mean. it's, really, it's not usually the primary. Right. So I can't even imagine. I, I don't know what the turnout is for your typical April election in the city of St. Louis. I'm betting it is, it's got to be well under 40%, right? I mean, it's probably 20 or 30%, well, half, I would e think. E yeah, I would think so. Which, which That's a pretty which small to, number of people who are going to decide the future. Well, it could, and which, is, which will be the goal of this group is to make sure they get a lot of people out. And, of course, the flip side of educating everybody on why they should do it is some who might be so inclined to go the other way, will then find out, well, no, I still disagree with that. And then they, they might end up voting when they right. might not. Well, and the, the so. key is do they, do they organize and do they spend money to oppose it? That'll be very yeah, interesting true. to see. Very true. Rock, and that might the, decide uh, it. According, according to the website right now, it looks like only the primary election date is finalized, and that'll be March 7th, 2017. Oh, for the mayor? That's the primary election for the mayor. Huh. Interesting. So there might not even be much else at all on the ballot, I mean, in April. And the other thing, too, is... Before then, the Board of Aldermen, I, I believe I was reading today, they'll have to weigh in. and I think th they have to vote to put it on the ballot, They'll vote I to put, And they, they'll need to get the Board of Aldermen, as many as you can, to support this and to motivate their communities to get the, the people out. I, I think they'll get the support of the board. I mean, they, and I, know, I realize, obviously, football is bigger than soccer, but the board, the board of Aldermen was pretty well in support of the football and that, and that was, was a lot that, more expensive. It was a lot more money and a long-term commitment. Yeah, thirty over thirty years. The uh, well, we'll get the interview with Jim Cavanaugh up online inside STL .com. Also, wanted to uh, talk at least in the first hour before we uh, before we got to our very busy Friday second hour of the show. Yesterday, MVP 
of MLB was announced, American League and National League. Mike Trout and Chris Bryant are your two MVPs shocking, for the 2016 result, huh? season. When you look at the stats of both of them, not the stats they put up this year to win MVP, but when you look at their body of work for each of them over the last four years, it's stupid. It is. Like, Mookie Betts came in second in the AL, and people are saying he was robbed because he was actually on a team that made the playoffs and he had really good numbers. Okay, Mookie Betts has been around for a few years. Nobody has ever considered him to be one of the greatest players in baseball. He had a really, really, really good 2016. But when you look at the body of work over the last four or five years for Chris Bryant and Mike Trout, it is just stupid. And I can't figure out which one has had the better run over the last four or five years Trout. than both of them. Trout. But oh, yeah, because Trout's at, been in the majors Trout's longer. Been in the majors. You, can't, you can't compare Bryant yeah. as good as but he still, was in okay. the minors. You can't compare. He was. So Chris Bryant was the college player of the year so in 2013. Was the minor league player of the year didn't, in 2014. Wait, wasn't 2013 was the, rookie the year Trout won MVP? It was yeah. the rookie one. of the Trout year was in, the majors in 2015. And Trout was and the best. The MVP in 2016. And every year you just, just mentioned Mike year. Trout was the best player in Major League Baseball. Right, so there's not even a comparison. <laughs> Joe, Chris you know, Bryant also I mean, walks he, through he, life he, looking he, like Chris Bryant. Chris so. Bryant has, has achieved just, whatever he could on whatever crush. level he was in, but you can't compare the two over an X number of year period when one of them wasn't in the major leagues. It's those eyes. Joe just can't get enough of those piercing eyes of Chris Bryant. We talked about this yesterday <laughs> when you true. were here, H., when The Rock was voted sexiest man in, in alive, and Joe was telling us about his crush for. And, and what, what, if, what if Mike? What, what if Chris Bryant's Brian. named sexiest man alive in 2017? Does that well, take the cake then? No, because it has nothing to do with baseball. It'd the be great about, for him, but it had nothing to do with baseball. And didn't you say that what for five years now, Trout has been either first or second yes, in the MVP voting every so, year? He's, so so he's been first twice. He's played five full major league seasons, including this recent year, 2016. He's been first or second in the AL MVP every year. He's led the American League in war every year, which I know some people don't like war, old school. It's not a perfect stat, but it's pretty good. And at 538.com did a thing the other day that on their website. Mike Trout is the all-time leader in war for every age in which he's played. So he's the all-time leader in war for anyone through their age 19 season, age 20 season, age 21, age 22, age 23. He's the all-time leader in war. Hmm. And so every, so if he keeps that up, obviously, he will go down. If you believe war is the be-all, end-all stat, he will go down as the greatest player of all time. Here, and he's, 20, he's, what, 24 years old? Two more, yeah, two more stats to compare these two. And I shouldn't say compare them, but just to put it into historical perspective. So Mike Trout has joined a list of players to win two MVP awards before turning 26 years old. And and ha so, has been robbed arguably yeah. three yeah. other times, but at least one or two others that he should have Here, won. Here's the list of others who have won two MVPs before turning 26 years old. Mike Trout, Johnny Bench, Mickey Mantle, Hal Newhauser, Stan Musial, Jimmy Fox. It's not a bad list. Not not bad baseball players. And then Chris Bryant, though, this year, this year in baseball, had a world one was on the team that won the World Series, hit a home run in the All Star game, and also won the MVP. That was done four times in baseball before Chris Bryant did it. I have to give you a slight boo on that one because the All Star game doesn't mean anything. 
but still, it's you're you're <laughs> the best player playing against other best players. It's in a, still in, an exhi- in a meaningless right. exhibition. Right. Well, and the you, guys, you the guys one. that also did this though, for them, it actually meant something. They were other, trying. Yeah, they were. You know, these were when the guys played nine innings. Ken Boyer, Mickey Mantle, Joe DiMaggio, and Lou Gehrig. I it's think, not like I'm just throwing random names out there of guys that did right. it. These are you know greatest of all time. Well, yesterday we were talking a little bit about the MVP, and we were and, and at that point, Joe, it had kind of people were speculating that Trout wasn't going to win, right? That was kind of what you heard a lot of people say that it, that it didn't look like Trout was going to win. It turned out obviously not to be true. Was it close? Well, vo- I didn't see the voting. Was it close? The, I th- the numbers. I think it was fairly close. Well, what were the numbers between him and Betts? But Rock's going to effort that for us. But what I think it's a really encouraging sign for, I think we are finally starting to see over the last few years, and this may be the ultimate vindication of it, of people starting to look at what the MVP, in my opinion, should be. And we talked about this yesterday, which is the best player. This this whole no, looking at, and, and I know this is a, this is a, an old school, new school disagreement. This well, whole well, it shouldn't at, be called most valuable player. Then, yeah, if you want to call it best player, then call, play, call it player of the year. Value. Yeah, it's, that's uh, like that is such an arbitrary, weird thing to me. Like he, well, I think this call, guy's okay, more valuable. Call, than, I know. Then don't call it that. That's all. It, don't call it that. It's this one. I doesn't with, the NFL have offensive player of the year yes, and they have and the MVP? Most yes, yes. But what's the, the, yeah. what's the difference between the best player and the most valuable player? It's very valuable. Explain to me because the difference. It, it, what value? It, 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 what would the Angels' record have been last year if Mike Trout wasn't on the team? According to War, it would have been ten games worse. I they can still wouldn't you. have made the postseason, though, right? So I think no, that's where the value <laughs> comes in. Yeah, because they didn't that's make where it. That's the value them. came in. That yes, Mike Trout, he's a great baseball player, but. How valuable was he to the team? Because they still didn't make the postseason. I think that's where it is. Where would the see, where would the Red Sox have been? How many games worse would the Red Sox have been if they didn't have Mookie Betts? About eight, based on war. So they wouldn't have made the postseason, right? They would not have. So right. Mookie Betts was valuable so, to the Red Sox to get them into the playoffs was he last more, year. But how does that make him more valuable than Mike Trout? It's just I think it's one of those where it's just the team all encompassing. Well, well, that, well, well, no, I, well, I do. Well, I, I fully I, he, do think that Mike Trout deserves. It. I think Mike Trout, best player yeah, but, in baseball, he deserved the award he got yesterday. I'm just looking at the way people will well, argue this. Mookie yes, Betts had more home runs. the problem? Here's the problem. Oh, are you going to start? T- talk to huh. me about RBIs. Huh. Why is it on Trout that the Angels can't pitch? Thank Why you. Why is it on Trout no, that I mean, the Angels can't put together a roster? Right. That's what I don't get. I, I completely agree okay. with that. I, that's what and what I'm saying, though, is that, that I could, yeah, I could see why some voters, though, are making the argument that they do because without Mookie Betts on the Red Sox, the Red Sox don't make the playoffs. Without Mike Trout on the Angels, the Angels are still a bad baseball so team. So the best player on every playoff team is more valuable than You're Mike right. Trout. Because that, by, logic, that logic, by that logic, the best you would never Mike Trout should valuable. never win an MVP. It should only That's be true. a team that if if your logic is that right. it's the most valuable player, as in does he help a team win games enough enough games to get them in the playoffs, then you would never vote for someone like Trout. Now, and you're I, right, you're I think right that's that. not, and, and I, I don't think that's right. Well, and. The, it gets back to my original point, and you raise excellent points. Then they shouldn't call it that because what it does by calling it that, it creates very different ways that different voters look at it because no, each voter doesn't look at it the same way. If you just called it player of the year, then everyone would be basically looking at it the same way. They'd be saying, okay, he's the player of the year. But once you put in that most valuable, you were attempting in some way to put – 
more of a consideration on the team and the success and all that. And so that then, however, that what it then leads to differing opinions and some who will still vote for the best player instead of the MVP. So they should just call it. They should just call it Player of the Year. I like that. and get player rid of, of MVP the year. and they get rid of MVP. We used to do that when I worked at the Sporting News. We did, you know, Major League Baseball had MVP. Sporting News had Player of the National League and American League Player of the Year, and that's that's the way it was done. And I think that makes more sense. And there's no argument about what it means. There's no discussion about what it means. And so I think that's you know, that's, and, and that's I think a big part. Baseball of it. is a different sport. Because in the NBA, for instance, you're one of five who plays offense and defense. And if you're a really good player, you're playing 40 minutes a night. You have such a dramatic impact on everything about the game. Mike Trout, or any baseball player, by comparison, has such a limited impact on the outcome of a game. Because he only hits four, maybe five times. He only has the ball hit to him maybe four or five times a game. Even pitchers, you pitch once every five days. You have such a limited impact on the outcome compared to an NBA player, a quarterback in football, a goalie in hockey. So I think in baseball it is different, and and I think it's even more of a of a argument for why it should be the best player in baseball because you have such a minor impact right. on the overall outcome of your team's game. I, I, Mike Trout's uh, career war right now is at forty eight and a half through six seasons in Major League Baseball, that ties him for 327th of all time. But again, remember, that is in six seasons of baseball, and he is already, from from war, from a stat, is already the yeah. top, like, nearing the top 300 of and baseball. And more For comparison, I, I just want to throw this out there. Again, that's through six seasons of baseball. Babe Ruth, in 22 seasons of baseball, had a war of 183. Two, two quick wow. things. One thing I'll say about war. And I just always what is it think, good for? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely nothing. That's the words from the song. That's number one. Number two, whenever the discussion turns to MVP, I'm always reminded of one of the great quotes of all time by you guys. This might be before your time. Probably is you before your time. Maybe you were uh, familiar with him. Fred, Fred Mad Dog Carter uh, was a heck of an NBA player for yeah. numerous years. Played for the Philadelphia 76ers in 19, it was either 71, 72, or 72, 73 when they went 9-73 and 73 and had one of the worst teams in the history of the sport. and But the team had an MVP award. And so Fred Carter was named the team MVP. And when they had the press conference to announce it, he, he uttered the great words. He says, just imagine where, where, where this team would have been without me. <laughs> they won nine games. So Who was it that they uh, – I'm trying to think. I can't remember what sport it was, but the team just let the guy go because they finished in last place without him. And they say we, you know, we finished in last place without you, or with you, we could finish in last place without you. Who was that? It's probably, I been, said, it it's probably been said numerous times. I want to say it was baseball where this happened, where a guy wanted a raise, he wanted a contract extension. They just kind of like, no, we we sucked when you were here. Like, why do we continue to need you? So that's just more evidence why the uh, why the Angels should trade Mike Trout and uh, maybe <laughs> the Cardinals go. could get into that and get uh, get themselves a center fielder for two thousand. And 17. Mike Trout, by the way, they were talking about if because a lot of some of the calculation they use it. And I know, you know, war is not a perfect stat, but it's, it's not bad. It's not as bad as some detractors make it out to be, especially for hitters. But if you base it on like the going rate of about seven, eight million dollars per war, Mike Trout's next contract should be about one hundred and fifty million a year. 
That's what he's technically <laughs> worth in the open market. Hoff says it was Ralph Kiner. Ralph right. Kiner was uh, who they who that quote was said about. We need to take a break before we do that. Just a quick reminder: heading out this weekend or any kind of weekend plans, uh, local or uh, traveling around. Make sure that if you uh, get into a little bit of uh, an issue out on the roads, you know that they will be out there monitoring the speeds over the next week or so. Uh, make sure that if you get pulled over for a traffic ticket, traffic law stop will be your first call. Casey will handle your ticket. She will get that uh, fine reduced, and she'll make sure the points stay off your license, the insurance does not go up, and everything is handled through her and her office at Traffic Law Stop. Traffic Law Stop. 314-644-7102. Prices starting at just $40. Mention the show and get an even bigger discount. She also handles DUI and DWI cases. Again, that's trafficloss.com. Take a break. Back with more after this. 